0: The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Welcome to the Jesse Blake Sports Report. Whether this is your first time here, your last time here, or somewhere in between, I appreciate that you're here today so that we can discuss the Hart Trophy. And I'm so excited to talk about this because this is one of the best Hart Trophy races that we've had in years. Because a lot of the last few years of the NHL... The Hart Trophy has just been the Connor McDavid Award, where Connor McDavid just scores a boatload of points more than anybody else, and it is now just the Connor McDavid Award. He gets it; he scored so many points, nobody can really compete with him. But not this year. This year, we have an actual race and actual debates online about who should be nominated, who should win, who's one, two, blah, 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 blah. So we get to get into all of that today, and I'm very excited. So let's get to it by starting with. The definition from the National Hockey League of what the Hart Trophy is because it is important we outline this definition. The National Hockey League writes, the Hart Memorial Trophy is an annual award given to the player judged to be most valuable to his team. The Hart Trophy is not an MVP in the simplest sense that it's the most valuable player. It is the most valuable player to his team the NHL specifically outlines in their definition of the trophy. And that's important going forward. Now that we have that clear, I want to talk about the four contenders that I have. They got to be in your top four. They got to be in your top five somewhere. I don't care who that fifth person is. These four are in the top four. I have two honorable mentions that fall out of those solidified top four. Those two honorable mentions are Artemi Panarin, and David Poshtinock, who are having unbelievable seasons and un- unbelievable standout seasons for really good teams, which is very important. Those two individuals are on good teams, but their performances as individuals are leading their team so far and above that they deserve some recognition here. But there are four players who their statistical performance is a pretty far ahead of that of Panarin and Poshtenok that I can't really give either of one of them the MVP, the heart Trophy. Um, so I have all the other four ahead of them, but they deserve some honorable mentions. The four players who could win the heart Trophy, and before I get to them, I keep delaying the four. I, before I get to them, shout out all the teams that are just too good at being teams. So you can't have a player most judged to be impactful to your team because your whole team is good. Vancouver, shout out you. Shout out Florida. Florida, who Kachuk is really having a strong second half and maybe he can pull away from the rest of the team, but that's, that's a team. That's a group project that is to have everybody contributing. So you can't really have a heart trophy winner in that sense this year, this year, because there's lots of standout performances from these four individuals. Let's break it down. If I were to hand out a heart trophy today, today, who would I give it to? I would give it to Nikita Kucherov. If Nathan McKinnon surpasses Nikita Kucherov in points by a decent margin by the end of the season, I would give it to Nathan McKinnon at that point. If Connor McDavid leads the Edmonton Oilers to, let's say, a first spot in the West, a point where they're one of the top three teams, maybe even a President's Trophy, it's probably impossible, but who knows? And then he also is in the top two for points in the season. Then I give it to Connor McDavid. If Austin Matthews scores 70-plus goals, I give it to Austin Matthews. Those four individuals have a case for the Hart Trophy. I just outlined it in one sentence for each of them. Let's backtrack a little. Nikita Kucherov, number one, right now, on this day, deserves the Hart Trophy. That's where I'm putting my vote right now. Currently, Nikita Kucherov leads the league in points. He has 94 points. Nathan McKinnon has 91. He also leads the league in primary points by nine over Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon has 62 primary points. Five-on-five goals, Kucherov's got 19. Primary assists, he's just behind Connor McDavid, who has 38. Kucherov's got 35. Expected goals is 28, so he's far above uh, his 36 goals in terms of his expected goals. But this is where I think Nikita Kucherov deserves the Hart Trophy right now. Points to his next closest teammate, 36. If we run down my top four, if we run down my top six, we have Nathan McKinnon, who's at 21 points to his next closest teammate. David Pasternak, who's at 29 points to his next closest teammate. Panarin is at 22 points to his next closest teammate. McDavid, 15, and Austin Matthews, 1. 36 points to his next closest teammate, and he's dragging the Tampa Bay Lightning into a playoff spot when they're having a very big down season for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Takeaways, 45 takeaways, and like I mentioned, Tampa Bay Lightning got 65 points on the season. What he's doing individually Bringing the lightning to where they are in the standings, I think is the most impressive out of all of these guys that I just named. And the fact that on top of all of that, he's leading the league in points. He's leading the league in primary points. He's right up there with primary assists with Connor McDavid. All of that, Nikita Kucherov today is the Hart Trophy winner. Nathan McKinnon, number two on my list, on my ballot as of today. Nathan McKinnon deserves the Hart Trophy if his performance keeps going up and it passes from a pure stat standpoint what Nikita Kucherov is doing because Nathan McKinnon has a very similar argument to Nikita Kucherov. That is a one-line team. It's something we say consistently over and over and over again on the Steve Dangle podcast um, because it's something that producer Drew, our producer, at SDPN got into our heads, who's a huge Az fan, that the Colorado Avalanche are right now being dragged along by Nathan McKinnon and his line. They have no other weapons. They are such a depleted force, but they are looked at as one of the strongest teams in the National Hockey League because of this one individual and what he's doing with his line. But I don't think it's enough to surpass Nikita Kucherov, who's passing him in most of the stats categories. So if Nathan McKinnon is able to jump Kucherov from a pure stats standpoint and bring the Colorado Avalanche to a point where they win their division, they win the West, they might win the President's Trophy, something like that, then I can see at the end of the season, okay, yes, Nathan McKinnon gets the Hart Trophy. That is how Nathan McKinnon will deserve it if all of that comes to fruition by Game 82. Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid is such a fascinating case here because he doesn't have the goals like he typically, like he had last year, where he put up sixty-four goals. I believe he ended with this year stuck on twenty-one in fifty games, which isn't like that's nothing to sneeze at, but that's well off of what Connor McDavid is used to putting up uh, in terms of goals these last couple of years. So, with all that being said, primary points still fifty-nine primary points, which is unreal. Leads. All of these six individuals with pri- in primary assists with 38 penalties drawn. Penalties drawn is a fun stat that Connor McDavid is currently leading all of these guys with. He has 58 penalties drawn. Next closest is Nathan McKinnon with 50. And If you go down to the next closest, it's Pasternak and Panarin with 34 each. So you see right there on something simple like penalties drawn. Connor McDavid's impact on the when he's on the ice and with his with the rest of the team, you know, he's giving his team opportunities. He is valuable to his team. That's why I like that stat when you're talking about the Hart Trophy race. But with Connor McDavid, I don't think because of how much Edmonton struggled at the beginning of the year, and frankly, they struggled at the beginning of the year because Connor McDavid wasn't healthy. He missed a couple of games. You remember around there at the outdoor game, the Heritage Classic, he missed a couple games around there, and that's when everything was going bad for Edmonton and the Oilers. And then when, as Connor McDavid started picking up, the season turned around the unbelievable win streak. And now if Edmonton is able to have a back half of the season, these last, uh, what is it, 30 games-ish that are left, if they're able to go on another great run, let's say they put up a whole bunch of points and they get to the top of the Western Conference, I think Connor McDavid, that feat will be more impressive than what I just outlined Nikita Kucherov or McKinnon can do. His ability to drag the team from that position where they were at the beginning of the season to if they win the President's Trophy, if they win the West, if they win their division, I think we sit there at Game 82 and we say, wow, this dude is so far and away the best in the world because right now he is the best in the world. He's the best player on planet Earth playing hockey. The stats aren't there, though. If the stats get there, the team performances get there, you have a strong case for giving Connor McDavid the heart trophy. He's got the outside shot right now amongst my top four. I think Connor McDavid's probably fourth on my ballot. But if Edmonton plays even better down the stretch here, Connor McDavid gets that heart trophy. Lastly, and this is the most contentious one because what he's doing in terms of the team performance isn't as impressive. If we go back to the points to teammate category on this handy little chart I made, you can see it on the screen. If you're watching this video on YouTube, if you're listening, that's why I've been reading out stats to you points to next teammate. Austin Matthews is last in this category amongst these six players. He has one point to his next closest teammate. That would be William Neilander, who has 72 points and Austin Matthews has 73 points. So, if you look at all the other guys, the, like Connor McDavid has 15 points to his next closest teammate. That's the second worst, and Austin Matthews has won. So you can say his impact on his team is lesser because uh, he has William Nylander this year who's putting up just as many points as him. But the case for Austin Matthews in the Hart Trophy becomes the Eric Carlson case for the Norris Trophy. And whether you want to relitigate that Norris Trophy from last year, it happened. The voters saw it, and it happened. Austin Matthews deserves a heart Trophy vote if he puts up a goofy number of goals. Goals, as the debate has gone on for the last few weeks, as Austin Matthews gets closer and closer to a goofy number... Goals are the most important thing in this sport. Goals are how you win the games. It's so funny to debate like the impact of goals and whether a primary assist is, is as impactful and all this nonsense that people love to argue about on Reddit and Twitter and wherever on the internet you argue about your hockey or Instagram comments or whatever it is. Austin Matthews, if he put up 72 goals, that number is too goofy to ignore. That is something that... Just, it doesn't happen. 70 goals does not happen in hockey. That's once every, once every 30 years you get that. In terms of like, okay, this isn't this is the 80s, you know? It's, it's a different brand of hockey, and people aren't supposed to score 70 goals in this league. If he does that, the number is too ridiculous to not give him the Hart Trophy vote. But I think 68, No. No, like I, I, there's a really good case here. If Austin Matthews has like 68 goals, 32 assists, like, no, you got to hit the goofy number for us to give you this trophy and us to say, yeah, putting up 70, 72 goals for your team makes you the most valuable player to your team. That's the case for Austin Matthews in the Hart Trophy. I think if he gets to a goofy number, it becomes Eric Carlson with 100 points last year getting the Norris Trophy, despite his inability to play defense. Austin Matthews, who, who, let's not ignore, is also really good on defense. I'm sorry that he's too busy scoring a lot of goals that he can't put up a lot of assists, but takeaways. Out of these six individuals, there's a reason I have takeaways on this chart. Austin Matthews does lead Everybody out of these six guys in my top six in takeaways. 58 takeaways. Next closest is Connor McDavid with 50. Expected goals. He also leads five on five goals. Obviously, he leads 26 to 22. Nathan McKinnon is next closest in primary points. When you look at the primary points, too, it's not that absurd. 65 primary points for Austin Matthews, which is... More than are Temmy Panarin, David Pasternak, Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon. That's pretty good. Second in primary points out of the six guys I named here today. Only Nikita, Nikita Kucherov has more primary points than Austin Matthews. So that is my top four. That is the case for each one of them. I think it's I think it's a solid four. If I'm ranking it as of today, the goofy number hasn't been done by Matthews. But if he hit somewhere, in, if he hit 70, if he hits 69, probably it's probably enough because 69 is a fun number. So I think they probably give it to him there. But 68, no, 68 is not goofy enough. We need 69. Kucherov, McKinnon, Matthews, McDavid, Pasta, Panarin. As of today, is my top six. But all of that can change. Who's your vote? Let me know in the comments. Let me know on Twitter. Let me know on Instagram. Let me know wherever you connect with the show. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching it on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. I always appreciate when you subscribe. Give this podcast a five-star rating on whatever podcast app you are listening to. I appreciate that. I will see you again very soon. It could to anywhere in the world with shows be listening or watching this right now. And I appreciate you. Who you got? For the heart trophy. Let me know. And that is how it's done. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Jesse Blake, the guy that likes to hear his name twice in one sentence. Sure, I know him. No, he doesn't have an ego at all.